0: Hello, welcome to the Star Wars Stuff podcast, episode number eighteen, which is—I know—it's insane. So many episodes. <laughs> Wait, I think I think we're gonna stop after. Yeah, I'm just kidding. No, no. Uh, hello, my name is James Herrera, and I'm here with my other co-host, Joseph Waldron. And I don't know if you've noticed, but we're missing somebody here today. <laughs> uh, David is actually getting ready to go with his family to Disney, and we hate him for that because I would love to go to Disney. I yes. think he said that that new Pixar park is opening oh did that open this i think it's oh. it's either gonna open or it has just opened. That's... And so he's gonna go and then plus he's gonna sneak into uh galaxy's edge yeah of picture. course of course he's and gonna... if, if he doesn't ride star tours he's a fool yeah oh no he's gonna he's gonna be all over that so <laughs> yeah, uh if absolutely. you hear about somebody who gets arrested at disney it was probably david it was for probably sne- david <laughs> yeah sneaking into the galaxy's edge park but um uh, so yeah here we are Star Wars Stuff Podcast, where we talk about everything Star Wars. And just before we get, before we get started, I just want to thank everybody who's been listening. Uh, yes. It's pretty amazing to see. Uh, we're getting feedback from, from people, or people are writing reviews about it. So, hey, thank y'all very, very much for listening very to this podcast. Very heartwarming, yes. some of the reviews that we've gotten in. It's so. like, oh, wow, people don't mind us talking about <laughs> like Star Wars. They like us. They so. really like us. <laughs> so, uh, so this week, uh, you, you said you had a rumor or something. Um, yeah, so. I just, you know, David's usually our news News guys, so yeah, I don't know where he gets some of that stuff. From. I don't either. But I did read, um, I think it was about four or five days ago, it was announced that Kevin Smith is in with, in talks with Disney to direct something. Ooh. Um, and so the debate is between a Marvel movie or a star wars he has to do a star Wars. he's got movie. to do a star wars before he's, he, he he's, stops right yeah he's a huge star wars fan yeah and you know i would love to see him uh with some of the star wars shows uh, yeah live action shows yeah he's here. been most of what he's been doing recently as far as directing is involved is um he's been directing a lot of the cw shows oh wow um, yeah, he's done awesome. super he's done a ton of Supergirl, the flash um i think he's even done a couple green arrows i'm not 100 sure So. Oh, so, so he's like it. hands all with that. Yeah, like so he's been directing it. those pretty, okay. pretty regularly. That's one of his big incomes right now. So, I mean, this guy is a Star Wars fanatic. Yeah, he's... Um, he's. If you ever hear him talk about Star Wars, it's, yeah, it's pretty awesome. Um, I watched his review. I want to say it was from The Force Awakens, but it may have been The Last Jedi, where he... Basically went scene by scene. It was the uh, it was the last. last Jedi. Jedi, it was right? like it was like a twenty seven minute long or twenty two. It, it was long, long, but he breaks down every single scene and tells you exactly how he feels about you know when he started crying. Yeah, <laughs> <Something like that. laughs> I remember uh, I didn't watch the whole thing because it was really long. Yeah, uh, one of the things I love it with he says when Poe does that reverse he and goes it, he, yeah. he switch. I was like yeah, <laughs> I was screaming yes. in the theater, and so yeah, I I hope he does a show i hope he does yeah. the star wars even hey, he could even take over not take over but ryan johnson would not make a bad decision by hiring kevin smith no, to direct not. one of his movies yeah like, i think i've seen every kevin smith movie with the exception of um yoga hosers i have because it just looks terrible <laughs> um he doesn't even like he just he makes his movies and he just, makes what he wants to make yeah, and it's did, awesome did you ever see tusk no i did not Dude, <laughs> that movie is wild. That movie, that movie. Yeah, you told me it was. That a little movie big. is insane. It is very fun. Um, it's kind of dark, but yeah, you know he can do. I mean, he's a he's a super fan. Like he's one of us, but oh, he's yeah. got talent and Hollywood connections. Oh and yeah, so. If he were to get a Star Wars, I mean, he'd probably do great with a Marvel as well. But... Yes. But I think if he were to announce, oh, hey, guys, I'm doing a Star Wars movie, all fanboys would just have a sigh of relief knowing. It's in good hands. It's in great hands. Yeah. Not just good, great hands. Yes. It, and oh, man, I'm excited now. I can't yes. wait to see what's going to happen with that one. Um, I, I still got to say, though, his, uh, his Zack and Miri movie is still probably the <laughs> the funniest movie I've seen and his whole and even in that movie there's like the star wars you know yeah oh my gosh well and he's he's really almost every single movie he has has star wars references in yeah it. i mean he made his big mark by talking about the, the engineers death, yeah, on the, the death, death star yeah, just that whole that let whole me ask, bit let me ask you a question and it's just this <laughs> long 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 question and this long like answer about why yeah well, so man, i think i don't know if you've ever seen clerks 2 but they not. have a huge lord of the Rings, star wars debate in it oh geez um and randall one of the main characters mm-hmm. Goes, there's only one return and it's of the Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> it's so great. That's awesome. You know, I was thinking, uh, you know, we talked about one of our earlier podcasts about um, Star Wars, what the episode nine is going to be called. Right. And you, know, you look at re- uh, Revenge of the Sith, Return of the Jedi, something of the something has to be the title of episode nine. Unless Ryan Johnson. Like, kind of ruined every <laughs> Whoa, watch out. I'm just no, kidding. Like, I actually like The, the Last Jedi. Oh, I love The Last Jedi. Like, you know what I mean is where he pretty much says, let the past die. You know, like, let, right. let's do something new. So part of me thinks Abrams may do a title, something of the... Right. But then at the same time, I'm thinking, maybe, I think Abrams saw what happened with A, and he goes, okay, now I can call this movie whatever I want, and I don't have to stick with this formula if you may so i'm just anxious to see where we're gonna get that time i feel like it's gonna be it's they talked about sparks a lot in Mm -hmm. the last jedi so i have a feeling it's gonna be like the spark of rebellion or
1: you know, this, something this, along this, those lines. The
0: spark of the force. I don't think. Okay, I don't think the word "force" is going to be. I don't think so either. A lot of people are saying like it's going to be called the balance of the force, or Ugh. or uh what was it? The power of the force. The force reborn. It's like no, no. We we we, we we the force awakens. We're, we're done. You too know, force too furious. Too, too furious. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I take that. I'm just I'd watching. Get it. It. Okay, uh, before we get into like our main podcast, um, I know this is just our introduction. <laughs> um, when you first heard the title to the force awakens Mm -hmm. were you a little underwhelmed because the force unleashed video game the force unleashed was so fun and yeah it it was so wild and it was like and then disney was like we're doing these new movies it's gonna Mm -hmm. be something brand new the force awakens we were like uh kind of already sounds like the force unleashed Unleashed. and i remember i was a little like okay like i was i was psyched but in the back of my mind i was thinking they could have had a better title for that movie. But then the movie came out, and it was great. It was fantastic. It's a great title to a movie. But that first initial reaction, I wasn't on board. It wasn't, you know, as cool. Back in the day, it wasn't as cool as Attack of the Clones, which was <laughs> which was a great title. Such a good title. And Revenge we, of the Sith. And then Revenge yeah. of the Sith, you know, it was like these... Because Attack of the Clones, everybody knew, like, the Clone Wars, Attack of the Clones. Yeah. Yes! And then the Well, the thing the about Sith. Revenge of the Sith is it also played into the fanboys where the... the you know, Return of the Jedi was initially Revenge of the, of the Jedi. Jedi. Yeah. And, it, and I think a lot of fanboys were like, oh, that's a callback to yeah. Revenge of the and Jedi. It, and, it, and it worked. Yeah. It worked 100%. It's and definitely so... my favorite of the prequel movies oh, yeah. is Revenge Heck of the Jedi, yeah. And then The Force Awakens was like, whoa, okay. But it still was great. And then The Last Jedi, I was like, wow. Oh, yeah that is. i was like man they're cutting they're doing something and they went like boom they're doing something yeah with <laughs> this one. and they did yeah they did something They did lots of something uh so <laughs> so let's segue into that so um this week i i have actually it's not this week i actually have a list of what in my opinion are the top 10 greatest moments in star wars and it took me a while to get this list, and uh, it's just the ten turns from the pod racing scene over and over yes, again. Yes, yes. How did you? Okay, that's it. Our podcast is. Over. I'm just kidding. No, but uh, but yeah, it's it's uh, from all the movies, even the Star yeah. Wars story. Uh, actually, I haven't updated with Solo. So, oh, but uh, so but we'll still well, there's go some ahead. Solo stuff that probably some, deserves to be on. There's this some list. great. So I, I think after we do our top ten, uh, after you bash me for some of these being, right, right. being in the order they are, and by the way, they are in order. Uh, ten being. Than than being, the 10th tenth, the tenth best right. and the number one being the so number gonna one. So you're going to start with number 10. I'm sorry, number 10 Okay, my way over. And then afterward, we can talk about how Solo would inter- intertwine would. with this. Okay, so here we go. Top 10 for James' greatest moments in Star Wars. And I start off number 10, uh, like I said, away from 10 to 1. So the 10th best. Darth Maul versus Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon and the Phantom Menace. Number 10. That's number 10. That's number 10. And, okay. and it'll work its way up. It'll work its okay. way up. So... At I'm that, just I'm okay. curious what's ahead of that because oh. that's that that is probably one of my favorite lightsaber fights oh, yeah. out of every out of everything including cartoon uh um, okay. you know it's yeah, it's yeah. just great like I think um, it was it was so amazing because at that point Luke and Vader and Obi-Wan and Vader. Yeah. That was all we knew. And it was like old man versus a giant robot. And and a a... a young kid versus a a machine. (laughs) And it was like, you know, okay, cool. But then I remember when they first showed that teaser... Tra- mm-hmm. Or wasn't the teaser? It was the trailer. When the, and it was, you see uh, Darth Maul and uh, Obi Wan fight, and it was just that quick little, ch- ch- and he goes behind his back, and they, and they, they, they block, and he yeah. kind of sneers at Obi Wan. And yeah. I remember just going, "Whoa, yeah. what is the, what is this?" And George Lucas was, uh in a, a genius. for yeah. doing that style with that yeah. with this new age, and he said, "Okay, this is the Jedi. Yeah, like this is what they were like. This is what they represented." Yes. in and, then, and in the, the for, galaxy at this so time. So that fight yeah. was pretty amazing. Yeah. I, so, I agree. I mean, you agree but you wish it would be higher I, up on the for list. For me, <laughs> if I had to think about it, I mean, I didn't I didn't make a list this week. Maybe next week I can bring mine. Um but I I I might depending on what else is on this list, mm-hmm. I might rank that one a little bit higher. All right. So we'll we'll see. But yeah, so for me, but no, that's it, it absolutely needs, deserving of being on to a top be 10 on the top 10. Moment, because it's it's one of those where when he pulled out the lightsaber, what blade and then two blades your, your well, head. Well, see, it starts. It starts with him pulling the hood back. Oh, yeah. and, and that's when see you the see the horns on his head, and then he drops the the robe completely. Mm-hmm. And Obi Wan and uh, Qui Gon are like, "All right, okay, let's drop this. our robes. Let's yeah. go." Um, fun fun story. An old lady at work today told me I looked like Liam Neeson. Dude, and I was like, own it. I was like, own dude, it. I looked like Qui Gon Jinn. That's amazing. <laughs> I went to I went to college with a guy. Who looked like Liam Neeson? And I would call him, "Hey, Liam Neeson, what's up?" Because he was he was tall. He even had the face. I'm like, dude, you could play a young Qui Gon yeah. in a movie. I know I don't want to say his name on the podcast, but I'm gonna message him and be like, "Hey, man, you should audition for a for a for a young Qui Gon Jinn <laughs> movie. That'd be pretty pretty amazing." And just for the the audience at home, I I don't actually look that much like Liam Neeson. He looks just think. like Liam Neeson. I don't. That's... Some days I look at him and I'm like Schindler? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> shouldn't have saved me. Oh, that's messed up. Oh, so that's... number ten, Darth Maul versus Obi Wan versus. And then just the build up of that fight and then the after spoiler alert after Qui-Gon meets his uh-huh. demise. Um, which ironically the, the soundtrack when it came out said Qui-Gon's <laughs> like funeral or something. That's one of those things with the the <laughs> the every every new movie that comes out there's always a joke where it's like oh yeah ray's funeral yeah like ray's three, funeral three songs in luke, john williams score. Uh, luke uh ray ray skywalker's funeral something like <laughs> yeah, you know what i mean yeah. like and so yeah john williams did do that with, with like, oh, episode that was, one it was probably a mistake it was a mistake it was a big mistake yeah but, but anyways so and then after he dies and then the obi-wan and darth ball yeah. like that it's only like 20 seconds long maybe but it's amazing it's so good it's but, so quick it just mind-blowing. And it just proves you don't need the high ground to yeah, win. Yeah, you don't need the high ground. So, Darth Maul, only him is so... hey <laughs> guess what? Darth Maul lives. Yeah. Hashtag Darth Maul lives. But so then he he dies. It, it's cool. <laughs> All right. So, that's my number 10. Number nine, Battle of Yavin, A New Hope. That entire sequence. The sequence from the from Death Star coming around. The Death Star coming around. To... Them flying toward it. Them, the whole... Build. And it, it's crazy to think about... You know, back in the day, Star Wars had just, was it was there. Yeah. Here it is, boom. There's no backstory. There's not a huge amount of fanfare. There. So the fact that the movie was kind of writing on this finale is insane. Yeah. Is It's just absolutely insane. Now we have in our heads, we have the background, we have, you know, who the characters are, what happened before all this mm-hmm. happened, the politics and everything. And it may, it's cool, but just I always put my mind into the kids who saw it back then, and just being like, "Holy smokes!" Like this was this was absolutely amazing. It was incredible. It well, was... And the other thing is, it comes after them rescuing the princess. Yes, which was you know the first time I think I watched them actually go in. Get the disguises, go up the elevator shaft with Chewbacca mm-hmm. as a pretend prisoner. And yeah, stuff. like the whole time you're just like, man, this is stressful. They're, they I, I, don't think they're going to be able to pull this. Yes, off. yes, yeah. And so it's like what, maybe ten minutes after that that they're, boom, right? fighting the Death Star. They're fighting like, the it's whole Death It's just like instantly. And and as storytelling goes, that's that's such an incredibly paced movie. Yes, like yes. it was boom, this introduction, boom, we meet our hero, boom we have to escape we are in we're behind yeah. enemy lines we get the plans we go back regroup and now we have to attack and yeah, try to bring it you got imagine down. that everyone in the rebellion slept for like a week after I know, they right? got done yeah. with that. <laughs> so just the adrenaline like oh, yeah. Han and luke and leia alone were just like i saw my entire planet get blown up yep. i started on tatooine with this farm boy and now he blew up the, the whole empire's the whole, biggest yes, weapon that nobody knew about three <laughs> days ago which is crazy it, yeah it is it's such a crazy story and the fact that now like i said now we know it now we know where the battle of yavin is yeah. in this whole scheme of things but just to think about back in 1977 that was the first time yeah anything yeah so it's it's crazy well, yeah no did, did you ever hear the story about how what was originally like edited for the movie like th- the beginning I, part? No, or... no, uh, the beginning part, but then, uh, I don't know if we talked about this in our uh, commentary, I New Hope commentary, which by the way, go listen to that, it's really great. It's um, a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, the Death Star was originally there, like just there. Like at Yavin? Yeah, at Yavin, not going anywhere. And the X-Wigs flew up there and they did a couple of, I think they did like three or four trench mm-hmm. runs before they it blew up and that was it. There's no fanfare or anything no. to it. It was just and like, "Oh, it's there." And we, Marsha Lucas, George Lucas's wife at the time, mm-hmm. suggested th- there needs to be more at stake. Yeah. So she was the one who suggested, "What if they only have 30 minutes because it's got to blow them up?" That that's all. And it was. There it is. That's, that's it. all it took. And it's it's pretty close to that 30 minute. Mm-hmm. 30 minute. Is it 30 minutes or 20 minutes? I think it's 20 minutes. I'm sorry. 20 minutes. Yeah. yeah the where it comes around, it's pretty close. I've I've actually. Yeah, he, yeah, I believe because, it. I believe you've done because <laughs> I've only seen that movie. I don't know, hundred and fifty-seven thousand times. Yeah, and you know what? To this day, it's still an exciting like. Yeah, it's, it's still, still like, great. What in the world? It's one of those movies, A New Hope. When I get like when I'm homesick, mm-hmm. like it's just like putting on a, a blanket. Like you put Aww. it on and you just feel better. <laughs> um yeah it just you just watch it you can zone out because you've seen it so many times mm-hmm. you don't have to pay attention to it and you're like i know everything that's about to happen yep. and the good guys are gonna win and i'm gonna feel better at the end yep. of this movie so and you gotta wonder why didn't chewie get his medal yeah like, I don't, racists jerks that they're against fur yeah anti-fur <laughs> all right so that's my number nine members. it should have been higher up but nine pretty good okay it's not bad now number eight which is funny that this is number eight the entire Battle of crate and the finale of the last Jedi you put that above the death Star blowing y- yes, up? yes because wow because for me the Battle of crate was again there's a lot at stake right you you literally have just the remnants of this group trying to set up this defense trying to get the word out and this they there's no way they're gonna win no, like, there's they, no they, they, they know have no chance they have no chance which it makes it even more incredible mm-hmm. that Poe Rose and Finn they go out. They're like, we, so does, we have to fight. Does this battle start for you in space or once they land? Once they land for me. Okay. It starts. That whole thing, I mean, uh, I, I, maybe I wasn't too 100% okay with that whole them being chased for like 45 Ever? minutes of the movie. Yeah. Um, but I, I get it. Uh-huh. I get it. I'm not knocking Ryan Johnson. I just thought it was kind of like, oh, that was an interesting way to do that. Well, see, for me, you could start the Battle of crate from the escape ships. Going yeah. to crate, yes, yes, um, and then um, Admiral Haldo, Haldo turning, turning it, yep. the the star the flagship around and just nailing. But that, it, it... to me, that's where the Battle of Crate starts. It's kind of like the that that the first shot of the revolutionary war mm-hmm. where everybody's oh, okay. like hold hold and then, and then somebody boom phew. somebody shoots and it's on it's a war from there but it's crazy you say that that's where the battle starts cuz me, personally. At, at that point in the movie Ray and we'll get to that later Ray <laughs> and Kylo's fight hasn't even happened yet you right. know what i mean so you got to give Johnson some credit because there's a lot going yeah. on. I mean, I forget what part of the movie, what time in the movie it starts, but after that certain moment happens, the movie is just, whoosh, just, yeah. just insane. Yes. And so for, for me though, personally, it starts when the, when they, when they head out on the, on the ski on the and, um, yeah. and, uh, scooters, those things were, those right. things were awesome. Yeah. Those things were amazing. Um, I love, and, I've, I've recently rewatched the last Jedi, I think. Mm-hmm. Two weeks ago, I love the scene where Poe puts his foot right through. Yeah, the... and he's like, "What the hell?" <laughs> like, what the hell? <laughs> and because uh, anyway, we anyway we gotta win, <laughs> we gotta go. And so for me, just the the mindset of the rebellion, knowing and even Poe. Finn and Rose kind of going into this battle mm-hmm. knowing we're probably gonna die. There's no way we're gonna win this thing. Well, Finn but Finn was like, "I'm gonna, Finn is I'm gonna willing die. To yeah. sacrifice myself yes. for these for these people. These, just uh, these and, 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 and of course, his whole movie he doesn't care about the rebellion. He doesn't care right. about. He just wants to find a way to get Ray safely right. away from what's happening. And so the fact that he goes in headfirst, literally headfirst yeah. into this thing is is a phenomenal story, which a lot of people forget about with the Last Jedi. Yeah, it it, it, totally, it gave been so much character. Yes. development, And a lot of people were like I didn't like the I didn't like what he and Rose were doing. I do like he's like you got to remember he's he doesn't care about what Rose is doing throughout no. the whole movie until until all of a sudden he's like oh I care what Rose yeah. is doing like yeah. until she kind of opens herself up. He's mm-hmm. like oh the resistance is much more than like, me and Ray and the whole galaxy like yeah I think even the little the kids there like showed yeah. him like this whole the whole galaxy is is looking to us as this hope and I know. I know. I want to start I'm trying. am trying to try, guys. <laughs> so, for me, like, that entire battle is amazing. Right. The Millennium Falcon shows up. Oh, and my goosebumps. gosh. That it is goosebumps. so... Yep, right yep, There it goes. Boom. I Goose know. Goosebumps. This is an audio file. Falcon shows up, and you're just like, yes. And then Rey's there. Chewie's flying the Falcon. And you cheer. And Finn cheers. Yes. And it's like... Wh- how Finn, man, they hate that ship. Oh, they hate that ship. <laughs> and then Kylo already, you knows. blast that piece of junk out of the sky, you know. Because yes. he knows, he goes, if we don't get rid of that ship, we don't stand we, we're not going to win. Because yeah. he knows what the Falcon has been through. He knows what the Falcon can do. Yeah, he probably knows all of its modifications because yes. he probably more or less grew up yes, and, and around then, that ship. And then yeah. plus, I, I'm pretty sure he figured out Chewbacca's flying this thing. Mm-hmm. This fool knows what he's doing. Yeah. And then they gave what I loved about this movie... Was the 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 Force Awakens didn't really give Chewie a lot, and mm-hmm. they gave him enough. But this movie, they finally gave Chewie his moment to fly, yes. and it was like, oh yes, God, yes, look at him go! And then the whole thing with Luke, like that, just the whole ending of the Last with Jedi his Force projection. Yes, and, yeah, it's just it's it's amazing, and I don't understand why there's all these haters out there who are like the Last Jedi was the worst thing that ever happened to Star Wars, and I'm like. The last, like, 40 minutes of The Last Jedi is, our, like... I was on the edge of my seat in the yes, theater. Because I had no idea what was going to happen. Yeah, I was like, it, anything could happen yes. here. I mean, when Ryan Johnson set out to subvert our expectations, he did an amazing oh, job yeah. of doing it. I was, it, it may he, not have been everybody's ideals, mm-hmm. but, man, it was... I had no idea what to expect at any point in that movie. Yes, which was, is a different for a Star Wars movie yeah. because a lot of these movies we've gone into, especially... Okay, with the prequels, we knew what was going to happen. Right. We, we know what Anakin's becoming Vader. It's so, just a matter of time. Yeah. And The Force Awakens, it was, you know, not predictable, but you could tell if, uh, Abrams was kind of on this formula. And um, we we saw a lot of things coming. Yes. And then, whereas Johnson said, even he said it even before the movie was, like, in production, he says, it's going to be different. Yeah. Um, it's going to be way different. Yes. And the movie starts, and you're like, whoa, this is really different. Yeah. And so for me, that whole last part of the movie you have no idea what's going to happen no so luke comes out there's that awesome little fight and then he gives that amazing speech where he goes funny everything you said that sentence was wrong yeah, and he does it and then he oh comes my back and hits kylo yeah, with that oh and, man and he goes and my favorite part though he goes when i will not be the last jedi and then you see ray holding up the rocks i was like what this is the greatest so good. stuff i've ever seen in my life so for me should be higher up but for me the entire battle of crate the finale of last jedi is one of the best things in Star Wars. See, I still don't think you can put it before the Death Star blowing up. <laughs> um, it's a great scene. You make a great argument for being in a, on a top ten. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. Like, So you'd rather that be like number ten and then everything else kind of? So far, yeah. Okay, all right. All right, so now you know Joseph doesn't always agree with me. All right, so on to number seven. Uh, we get into a, a Star Wars story, Rogue One. Vader showing up at the end. Oh Rogue my god, one. so fun! What, like, <laughs> what, like, how, how was that going to happen? We, we had no idea. I had heard Vader is going to be in the movie. Yeah, and I was like, okay, so when he's, he's going to have that one cameo on, which, on which, Mustafar, which I, which was fine, which he was had great, a super corny line. I know, I know right? Don't choke on, your, choke on your aspirations. aspirations. Like, um, did you just say dad joke? I'm what? like, oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude, really? Yeah, and um, so, so for that scene, and then. Like, you know, they're, they're flying away, and then Vader starts story just goes, poof, just shows yeah. up. I was like, cool, Vader's there. And in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, oh, I know what's going to happen. They're, you're going to see Vader. They're going to take off, and Vader's going to say, follow them, and that's where and the that's movie. Yeah. And I was thinking, okay, cool. But then the hallway scene, they're trying to get out, and they hear something. They turn around, and I was just, like, going, like... What's about to happen? And you hear, you hear the breathing. The breathing. Yes. you see the lightsaber, and then my head exploded. Like I was like, "This is not happening." <laughs> they did not do this in a Star Wars, and they did. And they did, and, and they he, just straight up murdered. He like... just go, and we finally get to see the fury of Vader. Yes, like, and in, just in film, it's and, beautiful, and it was spectacular, and it was. And there, a lot of people said there was a, um, there's a discrepancy with the storyline in that the the shuttle takes off and flies away, and mm-hmm. Vader's there, but a lot of people were like, "Well, Vader caught up." Yeah, like like. They're like, so, like, how much time had passed that we just found out from the book? It was like two hours or something like, along those lines. Yeah. Like the, two or three from hours. A, from a certain point of view. Yeah. That book, book. Yeah. It was maybe three hours later, Vader, Vader's star... Destroyer catches up to the tainted floor. And... So that's one thing a lot of people don't realize is that he had to look for this thing. Yeah, because a... it just shoots off, and he's like, he stands there, he's looking at it, going, "Crap, I gotta, yeah, I really gotta try this thing out." So that whole hallway sequence was like mind blowing. Yes. I had no idea. I had no idea what was going to happen. I still think my favorite scene out of there is where he force grabs the guy and throws him into the ceiling, mm-hmm. and as he's walking past, he back swipes him to yes. cut him in half, cuts him right in Yeah, half. yeah and it's so quick. It's if you don't, so if you don't sick. see it, I, I think. I found I found a video of it online before Rogue One came out on Blu-ray or whatever. Oh, okay. And I I was like, he kills this dude, but I can't quite tell where. And I must have messed with the <laughs> the buffering thing. I went back three or four times. I was like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it was that's a, awesome again. That but, was pretty nuts. Yeah. that was that was pretty. And so for me, that was an exciting thing to see. And it was like, wow, they they did that in a Star yes. Wars movie. So number seven, favorite showing up, Rogue One, amazing. Do you have? I don't want to spoil well, the list you, you can You can't do yeah. that. Okay. You, we got we to go through Because this the stuff that happens right after that with the... Oh, with them the... Running the, the tape up and handing it to the princess. Yeah. Is that on the list? I don't want to read anything. I, okay, I'll say Vader's showing up. I'll say the ending of Rogue One. Okay, so like the last... 10 15, 10 15 minutes. Of, minutes not even movie. probably. And then, mind you, the whole battle is, is amazing. Yeah, like the, the whole battle. Gareth is, is awesome. Is one of the coolest battles. Uh, so this was this was great. And then, uh, fun fact: and I know a lot, everybody probably knows this, but Gareth Edwards is the is the soldier who runs up and launches the, uh, the yes. ship. Yeah. Which was his way of showing everybody, hey, this is me, the director launching the franchise for y'all. Yeah. And I was like, beautiful. Yeah, Gareth, beautiful. Uh, well, and then hope the last words of the movie, hope I yeah. teared up. I I'm, I have. I, Full arm, both <laughs> arms, both legs are full of goosebumps right now because, just thinking about it. just how, when she said hope, I was like, yes, yeah. a new hope, Star Wars, I was almost in tears. The princess I, is there. The princess it's is there. Just... And the, have you seen, the, You see everybody see the video of that girl watching it and crying? Yeah, she I is. love that video. <laughs> I, every time I watch the movie, I get te- I tear up yes. watching her watch, yeah. watch Rogue One. Because I'm like, you know, it took everything in me. Not to do what she did. Not to be this girl in public when I watched this this movie. (laughs) Uh, But I'm pretty sure if I would have seen it at Home Alone, I probably would have been like, oh my god. Yeah. So, yeah. So, number seven, Vader showing up at the ending of Rogue One. Perfect. Seems about right Uh, So, number six is a part. uh, It's actually a line that Yoda speaks. And it's one of my favorite lines in the Star Wars movies, which is why it's just the line. Uh Uh, Whenever Luke tries to lift up the X-Wing, he doesn't get it. And he goes, you work the impossible. Then Yoda just stands there. Picks up the X-wing, puts it down. Luke comes up to him and he says, "I I don't believe it." And Yoda just shakes his head and says, "That is, that is why, why you failed." failed. Yeah. And for me, it's like, it's it's of course Yoda would say yeah. that. You know what I mean? Like, no no one else would say that line. So that's one of my favorite movie quotes, like top five mm-hmm. movie quotes ever. That is why you failed. Uh, so I, I had to put that on the list. Okay. a dig is, it. Little, little, okay, a little weird. Now we don't have to go into detail about that because well, so for me. I always gravitated towards do or do not there is no try mm-hmm. and you know I don't think I figured like that I was like that means something there's mm-hmm. something there but I don't know exactly what it is and I honestly it never clicked for me until Star Wars Rebels mm-hmm. when uh Kanan is trying to train Ezra and he goes do or do not there is no try and Ezra's like what does that mean and Kanan's like you know I don't actually know what that Oh means. yeah that's right that's right yeah <laughs> um but they they kind of explain it later it's like if you try something if you're going out to try that means you're not you don't think you can succeed um so if you're if you go out to do the thing you're gonna succeed because you already have in your mind oh if okay. that makes, yeah it makes yeah sense. it makes sense yeah and so for the first like i was i was watching that and i was like that ever since i was a child you know do or do mm-hmm. not there is no try meant something to me i didn't know why and then it clicked and i was like that is why okay that makes a lot of sense to me. So, Well, I know in my life, whenever I say, I'm going to try to get there for you. That means I'm not going to do it. That means I'm not going to do it. Or the there's a possibility that I'm probably not going to do we this. We can give it a shot. Yeah. That means there's and, no way it's going to happen. But what's really funny is my mother and my dad bought me a poster of, of Yoda with his lightsaber out like this. <laughs> do or do not, there is uh-huh. no try. So and weird to say in my life, whenever I say I'm going to try to do that, I immediately think about my wall at my parents' house. That's amazing. But that poster says, Do it or not, there's no try to, like, okay, I should probably tell the truth now. Yeah. I'm not going to make it. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so and I just, I, my, there's no way I'm coming to that party. <laughs> all my friends are like, man, forget James, man. That's why he always says that. <laughs> so. <laughs> That's so funny. My fiance is maybe listening to this later, and she's be like, "He does that crap too." (laughs) Oh man. Okay. So, anyways, I'm gonna probably edit that part out. I'm just kidding. So you don't want to you don't want to give up all your secrets here. All my secrets now. So for me, that line is is pretty amazing. That is why you fail. Yeah. So number five, controversial, but um, that it's so kind of it's still kind of in the middle. Anakin versus Obi Wan, Revenge of the Sith. Okay. Um it was in the middle. I it, can dig that. It wasn't as amazing in my, as I had it in my head when I when I thought about this fight. Like the way you would have yeah. maybe done it. Okay. Um and the fact the high ground, I was like, really? Yeah. <laughs> the high ground that, line that, is... that was what did it was yeah. this I didn't understand. I didn't understand why why they did it that way. I would have rather the whole like stab he he hits him once, he falls down and then he gets up and he and he keeps attacking yeah. him and then he keeps just it, it, it pains him to just have to keep. Maybe he lops off one leg, yeah. and then he like gets up and starts hopping. You know, almost Monty Python. Is. Almost like, yeah, <laughs> so you don't want to get like too humorous with that, but like something to that effect of it just kills Obi Wan that he has to he has to put him out. Yeah, and so that's how I hoped it was gonna be. Mm-hmm. High ground. I was really like, okay, okay um that whole dialogue between them was pretty great yes and then he burst into flames and i was like geez that and he's and he's crawling towards yep. him with that one metal hand that's still there uh, oh, so it's, it was it's, it's cool ha- it's almost hard to watch yes, like it it's so he's just burning and screaming and it's it's not all out of pain it's out of like most of that screaming in my opinion is out of how much he hates obi-wan yeah. in that moment um you know he probably feels he feels the fire a little bit because he's super on fire yeah. and lava. Um, but, but you know most of that doesn't sound like screams of pain to yeah me. it sounds like screams of anger and, and an agony, hatred yeah, yeah. and yeah so um for me i love i love that scene um up until the point where they're swinging. Oh, that part's cool. I don't like the swinging. So I like this. I like the end where Anakin is on the the lava droid. Yeah, and he's on the and Obi Wan's on the platform. That mm-hmm. part is awesome to me. But the swinging kind of it's just a little too Pirates of the Caribbean for mm-hmm. me. Um, which it's a fine movie too. don't, yeah. don't get me wrong. But <laughs> it's the I think the sword fight scene in the second one is almost like watching an episode of Looney Tunes. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you. But um. It's just a little too, like, I'm going to swing over here, and I'm going to go chase after you. And it's just, I don't yeah, know, it, it, it didn't do anything for me. I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty cool. Because um, they, yeah. they, they only did the swing once. It was the one, like, they just hit. Yeah. Which, was, it, which yeah. for me, like, I, th- I think the thing for me is it doesn't feel natural. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Um, it doesn't feel... It feels kind of stylized like the rest of the fight. Right. <laughs> Touche. Um, well but like when they're when they're in that control center and they're just oh, yeah. like non stop. What, what about the part where they both start Where twirling? they just swing for they no reason? Their, like, why did they do that? So for me That made no sense. It was it was a bluff. They were both bluff, they've trained together so much. They know how each of them reacts to things and so they're like, I'm gonna bluff to the left but they both had the same instinct at the same time. Okay, so they're each like trying to like, bypass yeah. It's like it's like when person. a when a boxer is throwing out jabs that he knows aren't going to hit. They're all going to get blocked. Like mm-hmm. to me, that's kind of what that is, where they're swinging it around in front of each other. Plus, it looks super cool. It looks super cool, <laughs> but at the same time, I'm thinking, what are they doing? just yeah. hit each other. Uh, but but still, the fight is really is really well choreographed. Right, it's really cool to look at. The visuals in there are fantastic, all up until for me the very end. High, yeah, high ground. Um, but everything, everything about that fight is just well. Pretty and then after that, those those lines that Obi Wan mm-hmm. or Ewan McGregor, I should say, he's not actually Obi Wan Kenobi. <laughs> wait, wait, what? I know. Oh, sorry. I'm gonna end <laughs> this podcast, and I'm just kidding. Everything's over. <laughs> um, but where he's just like, "You are my brother," yeah. and he's just screaming at him because he's just he's in agony as well. Yeah. But it's not a hatred; it's a sadness mm-hmm. and. You know, Obi Wan's got to figure out who he is as a human being Mm -hmm. after he basically raised this kid who killed all of his compatriots. Exactly, yeah. Which, which is enough to go and do an Obi Wan Kenobi movie where we see the aftermath of Lucas. Lucasfilm, I would love to see that. (laughs) Um, Some of the comics delve into that. That post Episode Three Obi Wan. Um, At one point, Luke finds Obi Wan's journal. And it's, oh, yeah. I've it's, heard about this. It's yeah. pretty interesting. Um, you know, he's kind of just journaling what his day to day stuff is mm-hmm. and how much um, Uncle Owen hates him and oh, <laughs> all those yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty it's, awesome. Yeah. So it's it's interesting stuff. At some point, I'm going to get it back from my buddy. I'll let you borrow Thank you. I appreciate um, that. So, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> anyway, number five. Number five. Javanic versus Obi Wan. Seems like a perfect spot for that. And Andy, number, Andy. okay, so now, now we get controversial. Now we're getting to the top. Now, now we're bottom five. Number four. It was completely unexpected for me in The Last Jedi. Okay. The battle in Snoke's chamber <laughs> was... That's number four? Absolutely insane. So, are you... Okay. Yeah, that that fight scene is tight. That fight scene came out of nowhere for me. Right when he slices... Okay, spoiler, sorry. All, all of his spoilers. Don't You've even, seen don't Star get mad at Wars. Me. Don't get mad at us. Don't get mad at us. <laughs> when he, he slices Snoke, I just went... <gasps> Like I yeah. gasped because I was like, "Oh, did they just did, did, what? Did, what? Did, yeah." And then the lightsaber beautifully flies through the air, oh, and then sh- the hand catches it. I was like, "This is gonna get awesome." Yes. And then what made it even cooler, Ryan Johnson, awesome director, he has Ray and, and uh Kylo Ren look at each other, and they turn around, and then it just goes slow motion, and then, and then it boom, boom, and then. Sh- just, oh man have you seen the video of that uh, cut to Queen's um, Don't Stop Me Now yes I've oh I love that. it I can't watch that scene without mm-hmm. thinking of don't stop me now cause I'm having, having a, a good time. time anyway every time I hear that song though I think of Shaun of the Dead though whenever they're <laughs> see I used I used to and now I think of Ray and Kylo Ren <laughs> but yeah that whole fight fight the Praetorian, Praetorian and I, guards yeah and I love watching it's weird it? I love watching Adam Driver when he's fighting yeah cause for some odd reason, he is—he gives it every yes. You kids, even from the Force Awakens. When he swings that lightsaber, yeah, you're like, whoa. He's, he's swinging it like a baseball bat. And then I think even John Boyega was like, man, some of those swings, it was like, jeez. <laughs> like, yeah. don't kill this me. This is not acting. I am scared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they said that um, when they were rehearsing, training for mm-hmm. uh, Daisy Ridley said like it was difficult. It was always kind of difficult to just get up again and keep going and keep going. Yeah. She said, but then I look over at Adam Driver. Giving and he, everything. Just giving everything he yeah. has in each in each like rehearsal. And she said, okay. If he could... I could do it, too. Yeah. And so, for me, watching Adam kind of Driver fight is so fascinating. Yeah. Because it's no longer... You know, you gotta... I enjoy the prequels. I enjoy the fighting, like we said. But a lot of it was, you know, you could only hit here. You could only hit here. Yeah. It's really choreographed, which I guess it needed to be for that time. And then, so, for this one, what they did was they kind of just made you really look and to see how, how Kylo Ren is thinking about each... each, each well, you the know, thing about do. Kylo Ren is I don't think he is thinking a lot of the time. His... Mm-hmm. His power and his anger and his his style is so like just look at his lightsaber man mm-hmm. he's clearly missing some sort of a regulator in that <laughs> yeah. bad boy um, Very true. so it's just kind of this barely contained rage constantly coming out and so that's part of i think mm. Kylo Ren as controversial of a of a bad guy as he has become you know everybody's calling him emo and blah 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 blah, <laughs> blah. I mean he's sort of emo but yeah. whatever um, he's so He's played very well for oh, yeah. how he's written. I think Adam Driver is doing a fantastic job oh, as yeah. Kylo Ren. Every swing has pure rage in it, whether it's against a foe or against a chair. Yeah, <laughs> like, I know. You right? he just you just see the force behind yeah. each each hit he does. He like so. every time he turns that lightsaber on, it's deliberate. Like, yes, he just it's. It's awesome. It's it's, it's amazing. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, and he and he's great. And so all those fights and Daisy Ridley during this fight mm-hmm. as well is really great. Yeah, I think there's even a part where like they're like she's stuck and she's trying to like get her way out of mm-hmm. like something and she like yells as she does it. I was like, I believe it. Be like, I believe awesome. she's she's yeah. really trying to fight this this guy and everything. So that fight is amazing, yes. spectacular, one of the coolest fights in a Star Wars movie. So I'm glad we agree. Okay. on that one. Um, number three, okay, I get. I got a lot of shenanigans from Honeycutt. Honeycutt was like, I would not put that there. The part in the Force Awakens, I wasn't expecting because I thought something else was going to happen. Kylo Ren's trying to call the lightsaber to him. It flies past him, and then it lands in Ray's hands. One of the best moments in a Star Wars movie, in my opinion. Ray catching the lightsaber in Force Awakens. Mm. Okay, I have some thoughts. Here we go. Here we go. Um, Yeah, it's tight. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) It's pretty cool, but but number three on your top ten moments of all Star Wars movies, with the exception of Solo, yes. Because for me, uh, the whole movie was leading up to this. But yes, but like that moment, she gets she gets thrown up against the tree. It gets the wind knocked out out of her. She falls down. She's watching, you know, Finn. Pretty much holds his own surprisingly. He holds his own until he hurts. <laughs> until he him. super then, doesn't. Yeah, anymore. he yeah. doesn't hold, Which I told. Okay, again, you should watch our commentaries. <laughs> yeah. um, there's that somebody did a comparison where Vader is just toying with yeah, Luke. With Luke, and, then and once then he gets hit, that's where Luke's hand goes. That's when his, his hand goes. We should and do then, a Force Awakens commentary. We need to do a Force Awakens. I love commentary. the Force Awakens. We're gonna do that next. <laughs> and then and then in the fight, Finn. Uh, hits Kylo Ren mm-hmm. Kylo Ren just goes what? You, look, this this no, former uh, stormtrooper hit me? like two hits done yeah lightsaber up, up the, the back. spine done Ugh. and so for me I and in my head during that point I'm thinking they just killed Finn yeah he's dead there's no way he survived yeah. that and then he puts the lightsaber up and he's trying to call it to him and it, it's not working it's just sitting there it's and, wiggling and so yeah. for me I thought oh he's not worthy enough to get it Uh, there's going to be a moment where Rey's got to wake up and Rey and him are going to have an argument or something. But then the fact that it flies out and she catches it, I wasn't I was expecting that. I was not expecting that at all. Number three all time. Yes, number three all time. Rey catching the lightsaber, Force Awakens. I don't even know if that's top ten worthy for Uh me. uh I mean, it's a great moment. Yes. I I don't want to take away how great this moment is, but... It was expected. Uh, <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe I just wasn't expecting. I think, they, I once, think everybody... once she started getting the force visions, mm-hmm. and you know, mind tri- used the Jedi mind mm-hmm. trick after after having no training whatsoever on it, like, yeah, she's gonna call the lightsaber to her bro. Well, I, I I guess for me at that point in the movie, where was Luke? So I think a lot of people thought this is when Luke, Luke, was Luke was gonna is gonna show out. up. Yeah. So when the lightsaber threw past flew past kylo ren i thought luke's gonna catch okay ray caught it yeah and so i gasped because i was not expecting that so for me and i can buy that because honestly the first time through the first time you watch the force awakens Mm -hmm. all you're thinking the whole time is like when is when is luke showing up yes where's he at yes where's where's luke he blew up a death star they're on a death star planet Any minute now, Any minute now. this is the moment. No, Uh, no. no. Okay. Uh, Okay. All right. So so for me, that's why it just was like, whoa. Yeah. And then I'll get into more detail about why in a second. Okay. So that's my controversial number three. But still, I'm pretty sure a lot of people listening are going to be like, this guy has no idea what he's talking about. Oh, no. I think you you argued it well. Mm -hmm. Appreciate it. Uh, It's a personal list. We can't get (laughs) mad at your feelings. I understand. (laughs) Even if your feelings are wrong. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's a great moment um top 20 maybe top 15 okay okay but top 10 nah come on bro (laughs) all right so that's where we disagree we disagree on a lot of this but which is great because it's my list yeah it's not my you're you're wrong i'm right that's not true i'm just kidding i thought i thought thought that's where we were going personal list that's where we were going with this is a personal list so okay so after that controversial number three number two no i am your father What's number 1? If that's number 2. I'll explain. Hands down, No I Am Your Father is not either is or almost the greatest twist in cinematic history. Oh yeah, it's it's either number 1 or no, it's up there. It's I think the only thing that I can that pops to mind is um the Bates Motel. Yeah, Psycho. Yeah. Psycho. That's so, okay. the only thing that pops to mind so that's between, even a closer twist. Between those two, No I Am Your Father is one of the greatest twist in a movie oh for sure because you're not expecting it no one has any idea no, this is no, about absolutely to happen not. and what's funny is when the movie actually came out a lot of people didn't believe yeah that. a lot of people were like oh that's he's just messing with him but well, a lot of people don't believe that ray's exactly, parents are nobody's either. which is why i tell people shut up about the last jedi there's gonna be a number another movie yeah it's probably we're all gonna go like oh, oh. but anyways i digress so <laughs> no i am your father that whole fight between luke and Darth Vader is really cool, really exciting, and then you're in that crazy, whatever that thing is there, yeah. and, and you're like this. There's so much at stake. Luke is hanging there, he's and just got his he arm just got his arm off. sliced off, and he's just so angry. And then Vader just drops that knowledge on him. Oh yeah, by the way, I'm your father. and yeah. it's like what did he just say? Is that really true? And then the whole part where he's like. Uh, when they're talking to each other. That's not true. That's, that's, that's impossible! <laughs> and then and then when he's in the ship, and then Vader is calling to him, Luke. And, Vader, and then Luke's like, Father. Father. And then father. like And he knows. He already knows. Yeah. Yes, it's true. You are my father. feel it. And, um, Search your feelings. You know this to be true. Yeah. So for me, one of the greatest twists in movie history, one of the coolest moments in Star Wars, no, oh, I'm mean, your it father. Just, it changed. It changed everything when that happened. Yeah. I, I just... Yeah, when he came out as the father, you know, Luke, I am your father. That I knew that before I had seen Star yeah. Wars. So, I mean, the twist was a little ruined for me, but... I think it's weird for a lot of people. I mean, to be fair, I saw Return of the Jedi first. Me so too. It's me okay. too. I already knew anyway. Um, but, but if you think about the story of Star Wars, the that twist it's pretty much sets up everything else now. Because if that twist hadn't have come up, it's just luke skywalker princess leia hot solo fighting darth vader in the fighting empire the guy. but then once that moment happened it's completely different now yes yeah. it's luke skywalker is fighting his father and then so then you're like oh, okay so that's it's a father and son movie well and then you're also and then okay, you're yeah. also kind of like why is vader revealing this information yeah. to him is he trying to get him to the dark side is he is it a call for help from to luke yeah um which ultimately it wound up being, Being, yeah, he was pretty um, much saying, yeah. So it's kind of, you know, it just, it's it, 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 the whole, the whole franchise, the whole saga shifts. Yeah, the whole thing, because like I said before that, it was just Luke, Leia, Han fighting the the, the Empire and Darth Vader. And then once you find out that no, I am your father, then it's like, whoa, there's more to this villain yeah. than we even thought that of, was even possible. Yeah, it was even yeah. possible. And then, and then from then on, then you find out there's this whole family now. There's this whole. There's a whole backstory that we go see the prequels and figure out what happened. So for me, that was just the the whole thing. The whole saga shifts right there. Yes, absolutely. I am your father. So number number, two. Number two. Okay. So here we go. Number one, in James's opinion. And okay, it might be controversial because it's not technically okay. (laughs) Okay. So here we go. Here we go. The, okay. number, the number one greatest thing in Star Wars pod racing pod racing no no <laughs> and I, if you get mad at me Jar Jar Binks but, but just gonna, every moment but, he's on screen but I will explain why this for me is the greatest thing in Star Wars John Williams score get the hell out of yes. here yes okay so it's it's not a moment it's it's the whole thing it's every not, minute of every Star none Wars none of those moments I just said would be anything without that score <sighs> hate you so much right now the build up to this moment yes okay i might get a lot of slack and yeah i get it but for me i was thinking about it i was thinking about all these great moments and in the back of my mind i thought oh man the music was amazing duel of fates was amazing right here man battle of yavin that part was awesome oh man when yoda raises the thing that part the music there was awesome the music the music and then it hit me the music is the best thing in star wars so basically what you just said (laughs) by saying the soundtrack is the best thing in star wars which is a fine thing to say Mm -hmm. but your your favorite thing about star wars is star wars (laughs) that's your favorite moment of star wars is all of star wars yeah (laughs) that's it's not a moment for me it is for me for me it is because i love the music of star wars but it's (laughs) your favorite moment is two hours long yes three different times Nine different times, Nine seven different times. different times. Well, we don't count Solo. We don't count. Oh, we yeah, we can't because he solo. didn't. He didn't do the soundtrack to Rogue One, no, he, so. he didn't, and he did one song for Solo. Yeah. So yeah, controversial. I know. I may. Okay, I, a it's lot. Not of, a, I might. It's not a moment. I, I might lose a lot of listeners because of that. But for me, the music was. The music made every single one of those moments spectacular for me. The music sticks <sighs> out for those scenes. Okay, so I'm not arguing that John <laughs> Williams' score is not great. But you would rather I would have said something. A moment like a what's moment. your favorite beat? Like even if you've been like I love you, I know I would have been like okay, that's cheesy, but I'm into it. <laughs> Which is a great moment. That's probably uh, actually you know what's funny? That's probably not top ten for me. Okay. The scene where they're making out on the Millennium Falcon and, and three po comes in. Dude, that part always makes me mad. I love even that when scene. I was a kid, I it wasn't love that it scene. wasn't really in like in like. Didn't even think about having girlfriends. Yeah. That scene made me so mad, You're like, dude. I was like, dude, you ruined a great not moment. Not okay. Like, who does that? And then <laughs> yeah. I was like, three people, you suck. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, yeah. So hey, give me give me grief. But yeah. So let's say I discount that one. Okay. What's your number ten? My number. Oh, I have to go back and do it. Yeah. Let's 10? say because because everything would just shift up one. Okay. Because and it's the the not number, a moment. And, and then number okay. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> Um, let me think about this for a second. What's oh, a great moment. You know, you said it. I love you. I know that's, that's, that's fantastic. Amazing. And then fantastic the moment. The carbonite hits the them. The carbonite hits them is a great thing. Okay. So if I were to say number 10, um, honestly, Vader unmasked is okay. a beautiful scene because this whole time you're wondering who was under the mask. And I think it was kind of brilliant on Kirshner and I don't know whose, whose idea it was. But for Empire Strikes Back, you just see the back you just of the see head; the back, they're all scarred all up. All scarred, and, scar- and yeah. you're like, "Whoa, what? what has this dude been through? What happened? What does his face look like?" Yeah. And then when you see him take the mask off, you you finally now see it's not some monster; it's a little man. It's an it's... old man who, after all these, like this is who he's become now, after all these years. And it's it's fascinating to see. And I like how they went back in 2005; they they digitally took away. Yeah. The eye. it makes sense. Yeah, I'm it okay really with does it. make sense. And then. To have him smile at Luke right mm-hmm. before he dies was beautiful. So, okay, hopefully I redeemed myself. Number My number 10 moment, everything just shifts. Number 11, if you want to. I mean, I'll, I don't no. know if I want to give you You know what? you're right. Not. You're right. It wasn't a moment, but for me, personally, I love the music of Star Wars. So, right. And I always love to listen to it. I love to listen to how John Williams can, like, grab themes from other movies and mm-hmm. throw them into something else that you weren't even thinking about. So, I was on a... Uh... A flight mm-hmm. the last episode which is why i wasn't here i was somewhere that was as hot as jakku um, oh jeez! <laughs> i actually looked i'd screenshotted it from my star wars app and said it feels like jakku <laughs> it feels outside. just like jakku um uh, i don't fly very well i'm not much of an airplane human being um so i legitimately i listened to um the force awakens soundtrack mm-hmm. on the airplane i was just like you know this is this it's is pretty great. This is calming me down. I remember the first time I heard Ray's theme. Yeah, I was like, "Whoa, this is." Yeah, this I was is, like, "This is hauntingly beautiful." Yeah, yeah, and it, and it was. And what I loved about Ray's theme was it. It was completely different from any of the other themes. Yeah, in Star Wars, and I love that. You know, I hate to say it because it's a girl type mm-hmm. thing, but it, it kind of is. Where John Williams is like, "Okay, now this is this is our main character now." She gets her own theme. She gets her own style of music. Right. Here it is. And it was beautiful. Like, I think it's one of the coolest. Like, if you had said, the first time I heard Ray's theme, I'll give you that as number one. Uh, I'm sorry, listeners. I think I the first time, so, just the, the first time you hear the Imperial March, mm-hmm. you're like, dude, that's an evil group of dudes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, I was just like, this is awesome sounding. Um, For, and also, whenever they're about to attack the Death Star, mm-hmm. and they said, put Spoils in attack position, blah, 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 blah. And... And here we go, and then the music. Yeah. I was like, "Whoa, something's about to go down." This because is, of this, this is music spectacular. And then, um, and then you know, even and a lot of people, you know, don't like Rose for I have no idea why. I loved the character Rose. Yeah. I did her score? I really enjoyed in the Last Jedi. Bum, 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 ba, da, da, okay. bum, yeah, blah. which ended up being the the theme I mean I guess I guess as Force Awakens. Right, uh, race theme is like the theme for the whole movie. Roses her, is Rose is all the theme for, the, of the, theme for yeah. the last Jedi. I really loved it cuz for me I was like, whoa, like that it's it's new but it's Star Wars. Like this right. is this is pure it still Star feels Wars. feels like what we should be watching. And if you ever want to hear the genius of John Williams listen to the Battle of Crait score on mm-hmm. the Last Jedi soundtrack. Because he intertwined everything in yeah. that score. He has race theme, Rose's theme, uh, the, the sad theme where you think uh, Finn's about to die. The It's like, whoa, this is... This and, dude is amazing. And, yeah. then, and then the whole battle, the whole... Drew, 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 it's just spectacular. So there you go. <laughs> that that I, I know, y'all, y'all it wasn't a moment. It, I know it wasn't a moment. But for me, yeah. a lot of these moments would not have been as amazing if it had not been for that score underneath it and you get to the point where you look at the prequels <laughs> especially the last especially attack of the clones where the score is actually so better, much than, better than anything you're watching <laughs> it, it's like that love theme is, is so beautiful it, I, I would if t- it was in any other movie it would have it won the oscar no and yeah. it been known. everybody would have i remember i went to the i saw the san antonio symphony did a tribute to john williams uh-huh. And they had this this uh, violinist there from San Antonio. He played. Oh gosh! I was like, "Whoa, yeah this this is fantastic, man." That the movie's not that great. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> have you seen? You know how they have those lists? It's like. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. your favorite Star Wars movies. is like every Star Wars movie is great. Attack of the Clones. <laughs> Attack of the Clones is, is number, 10. number 10. <laughs> because it is. It's it's, just, <laughs> it's not that it's great. bad. It's so, but you know what though? I've, I've seen that movie like a hundred times. I've probably you know I've seen right? it. I've definitely <laughs> seen it more than I've seen The Last Jedi. Yeah, I know. Well, uh, obviously, because the movie's been out for like 17 years. God, we're old. We're um, old. No, 16 years. Six. Really? 2002, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And I was, I, you know what's crazy? I was, I was young and dumb at this point. Yeah. I saw that movie three times in theaters. I saw it once in theaters. I saw it three times because <laughs> of the Yoda scene. Yeah, that's the only thing anybody wanted to see was the Yoda fight. And that move, that scene is so terrible looking on your home theater. Yeah, the, the visual oh. effects didn't hold up. I feel them. like I've said this every episode that yeah. I've been on the podcast. It's just so you know, he does not like Attack of the Clones. I but... like the Obi Wan storyline. Oh yeah. I've told people I think that. The Obi-Wan I was like, is great. if they would have made a whole movie about Obi Wan investigating what happened, yeah. I would have like, this is an awesome yeah. movie because he they had to intertwine it with the stupid Anakin Padme storyline. It was almost like George Lucas was like, okay, they have to fall in love. Because everyone, everyone, at the end of the next movie, they have they to have, have to kids. Have kids. <laughs> so I don't have to really pay attention to what I write. All because I gotta do is—they're gonna fall, they're gonna fall in, love. in love, and then the whole like I've been dying a little bit every day since you carried my life. I was like, she did not just say that. Yeah, I, at, every time oh. I see that, I go, I've been dying a little bit every time you've been on TV on the screen. But together. you know what I usually do? I usually fast forward it just to get to the oh, arena. Yeah. yeah, just to get to the arena because the arena stuff is cool. Yeah, it looks like a cartoon. Yeah, but, but when when you saw it in two thousand two, I had never seen anything like that. Yeah, on that scale before, where yes, it's an entire yes. arena of bug aliens and droids and jedi and, and each, all of a sudden clones and, and, and each little if you've ever like really paid attention every single bug geonosian is doing its own it's thing. it's wings are flat it's like yeah. whoa like yeah. this is and then to have these three giant monsters come out and the, each one's different and then each I, it was you gotta give them credit for yeah. that movie for doing that the well, first they, digital film of they all introduced, time, yeah. like. Three of the coolest Star Wars creatures around: the yeah. Reek, the um, Acklay, and I can never remember the tiger-looking thing's name. The Acklay is the big green one. the oh, okay, answers, okay. The Reek is the big rhino-looking one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I can never remember that last guy's name. But all three of those creatures are pure Star Wars creatures. Yes, like, agreed. If you if you signed up to watch the, the Attack of the Clones because of the creatures, because I know that's a lot of people's favorite things about Star Wars is the crazy yeah, animals, nobody, nobody and likes the alien species, yeah. and stuff that they create. Um, you you probably left satisfied. I yeah, you know I was like I said when I first saw it, I thought it was cool, but I fast forward through all the all the bullshit, all the <laughs> parts of the movie to just to get to that, just to get to the 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 final the finale there. Yeah, with the um, so there was a picture I sent to y'all and I can't find it anymore, and it was like things that. Oh, yeah, here it goes. Okay, just okay, just to clear it up, guys, I, I don't do drugs, I don't s- smoke marijuana, I don't do any of that, okay? But I found this meme from Star Wars Meme Lord, shout out to you, uh, and it's a meme, and it says, I get high on life, drugs, the sound of Django Fett's seismic charges exploding. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, holy <laughs> smoke. And, you know, it just goes, at first, it goes boom i love it that that also was worth the price of admission in theaters that whole where it's it's coming in surround sound at oh, you yeah. and you're you're just like oh that was awesome but but then they cut to bulba fett get it dad get it yeah Fire! It was like, i was like up, oh dude boy. you're not Boba fett Not nah, shut your mouth the other creature was a nexu. You know what? I would love to say that he didn't have to look it up, but he did. I did. He I did had have to, look, to look, it look it up. I legitimately cannot remember that thing. <laughs> but the fact that you knew two of them is pretty. Is yeah. pretty amazing. And one of my favorite shots in Star Wars. Maybe I should have said this for my top ten. Uh, is uh, <laughs> is after the battle? Uh, you know, during the battle of Geonosis. After leaving the arena, mm-hmm. you see that uh, the, the the shuttle come up in front of the camera, and you see the rockets launch into place. Yeah, I was like, yes. that is cool because that means we're about to see some. And, and you do because the battle, the, that whole battle, even though yeah, it does look like an episode from the Clone Wars. Yeah, it's it's pretty exciting. Yeah, it's really really exciting. I I really like the when Yoda goes to the the first um, command post mm-hmm. and the clones come up and they're like, General, blah, 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 blah. And he's just like, hmm, interesting. like, you like know, good, very I think good. It's just yeah. fun and the, all the dust and the droids yes. shooting at each other and or the droids shooting at the clones and the clones shooting back and, and the Jedi that... running through with their lightsabers. And there's that really cool part where they, they blow up that thing and there's all that... All that yeah. sand, and then all you see is just the lights. And yeah, like, Shh, and it's really quick, and it's cool. It's a it's good so shot, man. Cool, man. And it's like George, you had so many cool, mo- which he did. Yeah, Attack of the Clones. That action in there is top-notch action. Why did he concentrate on the story for us? Well, you know and I mean? on top of that, the three PO stuff in Episode Two, where his head pops off and oh, then it's next geez. to his body. Oh, I'm quite beside myself. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> Just stop <laughs> talking. Get this character out of this movie. For the longest time, I thought whenever Django gets his head chopped off, uh-huh. that whenever Bob holding it, I'm thinking his head's just gonna fall <laughs> off the bottom of the top. <laughs> but then, but then for someone like a year ago, Joe Bags and I are watching. Yeah, it, you can see his head. And pop you can see out his head. Out of the like there's his head. Oh my gosh! Like yeah. the whole time, I was always convinced. And I remember the first time I watched my You're brother like, Charlie, oh, yeah. my brother Charlie just goes, <laughs> <laughs> he makes a sound of it, there was <laughs> Like, yeah, that was Scar. No wonder yeah. why he became bald before. Yeah, no like, kid's he like, he's like, oh, it's my dad's head, you know. Um, so, yeah, so that was my controversial top 10 list. And I got some slack. I mean, not some slack. I got some flack. You got a little grief from me. From from, from Joseph over from your here. Number one, because it's not a moment. Okay, it's not a moment, but for me, it's, it's a great thing in Star Wars. I think on my top 10, I would also have. Um... When Han is talking to uh, in A New Hope when they're in the prison cell and he radios oh, oh yeah. we're fine how are, are you, you? <laughs> <laughs> <makes> that <laughs> that's such a great it's just one of my favorite it's, it's re- just it's amazing it's it's funny it's surprisingly yeah. really funny and you're like you know I could see someone reacting to that situation in that way it yes. makes sense yeah because makes... you're just like i'm fine i'm fine, yeah, fine. I'm fine. How, how are, are you, you? Crap. <laughs> god that was amazing so okay so the humor that's a funny scene yeah but nobody thought the humor of the last jedi was funny people thought it was too much what was your opinion on that so I'm trying to think other than the blue milk <laughs> What else is really stands out as funny in that movie? It was green milk, by the way. Whatever. It came out of a weird alien titty. There's <laughs> <laughs> that thing where it's like, what do you expect me to do? Stand in front of the whole <laughs> the whole, the whole, first order with my laser sword? <laughs> After three titty books later, he stands in front of the whole <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm going to have a heart attack. Uh, what was but I, I mean, say? Luke has some pretty, with the leaf... It's mm-hmm. like, oh I think I feel it. That's the, that's the force. WHAP <laughs> And then oh the whole beginning though with general hugs. Yeah, no, I liked I liked the humor. I think I think normally the Star Wars humor is a little bit more natural. Mm-hmm. Um and they were going for overt laughs maybe, mm-hmm. and that's why people didn't like it as much. I but think, I, like, I I was cracking up the first time. He was like, General hugs, holding for general hugs Holding for general hugs. And then I was like, "I'll hold." I remember going, "What is this?" Is, and I remember thinking in my head, "This is it's Star Wars, but doesn't what What's going yeah. on with this scene?" But then when you realize what he's doing, he's just screwing with him, I so was like, "Oh, this is awesome!" Up. And then yeah. it got like so cool. I was like, "Yes, this is great!" Yeah, and I love General Hux's face. Whenever he's like, it's just one X-wing, and you see Poe just. Going one turret, two <laughs> turret, three <laughs> turret. <laughs> yeah. And you see Hoxie's face like, oh, <laughs> like, like what in the world? <laughs> and, then, and then Snoke slams him into the ground a couple scenes Jeez. later. Yeah, I love that because uh, what was it? They said it was a stunt guy who did that. Yeah. Uh, Riot Johnson's like, I feel bad for him. And yeah. he, just, he had to sit there and go, BOM! <laughs> 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 I felt really bad for him. But uh, that whole opening of The Last Jedi is it's great. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's fantastic. I remember I was shocked. I was like, whoa. They, it's, this is starting, like, yeah, this, this. This is started. Cool. I think it's one of my top space battles in Star mm-hmm. Wars. I think the opening to The Last Jedi and the opening to Revenge of the Sith oh, yeah. Hands down. are amazing space battles. Good way just to go, boom, here we go. Yeah. This is the action. Get used to it. This is the pace we're going to have for most of this movie. And the fact that it was a big battle, too, where... Mm-hmm. You have that whole like thing going with BBA trying to <laughs> try to fix all the he problems. his head on it at the and end. And then you're like, "Cool, what else is going to happen?" And you're like, "Here come the bombers." And you're like, oh man. "Oh, man." You know what else could have been on my top 10 list? Okay. Look sorry up. guys, sorry. Um Force Awakens, Han, Chewie, Finn are all taken hostage. And then they're like, "We're getting ships coming in. Here they come. Here they come." And then Han's like it's the resistance, and then you see the X Wings yes. flying over the water, and then okay, kill me. Ja Williams score right there. That uh, resistance again, march. It's not the score. It's the sc- it's, it's not it, a moment. It's, it's a moment. It's part of all of these moments. Okay. But that moment is spectacular when you see the X Wings flying yes. over the water. Poe still alive. And then we finally to see him just, be the, the, the best pilot in the universe. He's, sh- he's shooting individuals yes. out of an X-Wing going 100 miles an and hour. And then I love that when Finn is like, that's one hell of a pilot. Yeah, and he, and I was thinking, how do you know that's him? Because you don't know whether or not he's alive or not. But he not. never said it's Poe. He said, that's one hell of a pirate. Yeah, pirate. true. Pirate. 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 I've had a long day. Um, so, <laughs> so that was our controversial uh, podcast there. Yeah. And I'm sorry, okay? I'll take it back and I'll say number one is... No, I am your father. Number 10 is Vader's unmasking. Okay. So I hope I hope y'all forgive me and say that cuz it's not a moment. Okay, It's okay, the you're whole right movie. You're, right, you're 100% right. You're 100% <laughs> right. Seven whole movies. I love Star Eight. Wars. 8. 8? Are, are you sure? No. 8.2 if you include a John name score on the solo. So f- what from Solo would replace something in those? Um Han jumping into the No, Chewie and Han jumping into the cockpit together during the Kessel run. Okay. I was like Yes, this is cool. I can dig like, it. Here they go. And that whole that whole like last part where they're trying to escape and then he's yelling at Chewie, Chewie, it's all you take it. Take it. And yeah. Chewie's trying to get out. I was like, this is great. Um and then I what else? Oh, whenever Han sees the Falcon for the first time. I bet that's I a great that, scene. That whole that's scene, a great was scene. I think um Han and Chewie meeting for me. Oh yeah, that whole fight. That, I, yeah. that fight and them meeting, and you're like, oh cool, that's where they meet you Like, I mean, I was like a five-year-old little oh person. yeah this is the coolest <laughs> that's how you talked when you were five <laughs> I was i had a very deep voice at five yeah. and I had, a, I had a goofy smile on my face i mean that's true time. you should see some of my childhood pictures um <laughs> but no i was i was like wait 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 did you look like Liam Neeson when you were <laughs> <child>? <laughs> a very very young Liam Neeson. but no i'm sorry but yeah yeah that part was great when you when you see hot and yeah. and chewy meat um that whole train sequence was fantastic. Yeah, In Fist nest showing up, I was like, "This is pretty the train, awesome." Yeah. And then the whole like the very end, the, the twist when he's like, "Are you? What are these?" And he goes, oh, "That's it." And yeah, goes, uh, and then they take off the mask and it's not the Cloud Riders. That she just comes out of nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> I was like this is great so those moments for me were like spectacular in solo they, they belong on a list somewhere. they belong on a list so maybe one day we'll do a top 20 uh so i'm sorry that my top <laughs> my can, number one we was... can argue about 20 20 things instead yeah of 10 yeah things. y'all 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 yeah. <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry you're, right. you're forgiven it's it's a list but i'm gonna continue arguing with you that okay. john williams score is not a moment well how about how about this y'all y'all tell me if i'm wrong and if i'm wrong Cool. The answer is yes. The answer is yes, probably. <laughs> but if not, hey, yeah, cool. Tell me. Tell me I'm right. But I'm yeah. just kidding. You're you're, not, you're I'm not, not going to get it. It's any. not a moment. No, everyone's going to be like, you're wrong, James. You're just like, just your shut your mouth. favorite moment is, is like 12 hours long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then you know, I'm a big Star Wars fan. So. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not yelling at you about liking the score. I love John Williams scores, but, but it's not a moment. It's not one moment. It's the moment. So on that note, I'm just kidding. All right. So uh, thank y'all for listening to our podcast. Anything to add? You got anything to throw um, out my face? No, nothing. Nothing really. I uh, with the lack of books and stuff coming out here recently, I've been picking up some of the legend stuff mm-hmm. again. Um, oh yeah, yeah, that's right. You told me you started. So, reading So yeah, I yeah. started reading the uh, Republic Commandos, mm-hmm. uh, tying into our talk about episode two. Um, it <laughs> actually, it actually um, starts at the. Battle of Geonosis with some of the uh, Republic Commandos. I'm only like two or three chapters in, um, but man, it is it is a pretty good gosh darn book so far, and I'm well, only a handful of pages into. Well, it. Well, who knows? They might be able. They might bring it back. I mean, the way they're bringing stuff back in. Well, it's you know, legends. so I and, know. And the, but there's a lot of things legends that Solo brought in. Yeah. So. Well, from what I understand with the Republic Commandos, the series kind of just stopped when the Clone Wars cartoon ah, began. Okay. Okay. Um, so I think it's like a five or six, seven, five, oh, wow. six, seven book series. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to the uh, Thrawn book that's yes. going to be coming out soon. And I just picked up the first book today. going to start reading it just so I can get ready for Thrawn Alliances. It is, it is an enjoyable read. Um, it's more procedural Mm -hmm. i don't think i said that word right but um, about right but uh it's more procedural now i'm saying it worse than i was (laughs) expecting um but it is a very it's a fine book i don't know that i always like the way timothy Zahn writes personally well well, answer me this question yeah is it better than phasma anything is better than phasma that book (laughs) that book was rough that book was nuts yeah well we'll we'll talk about the books another day yeah at some point uh, but yeah so uh Thank y'all for listening to this yeah. podcast. This was fun. Much I appreciated. Fun. Yeah. And uh, so uh, David will be back next week and it'll be a lot more entertaining probably. <laughs> <laughs> They'll David... probably be more informative. Yes, yes. And he'll probably be like, you guys are so stupid. <laughs> he'll probably have met with someone at Disney and yes. he'll uh, he'll like legitimately have an inside source now. Oh, yes. That'd be pretty. Yeah. I, I could see him doing that. Like, hands down. What doing he? That. he texted us something. Anyway. Sorry. Anyways, uh, he did just right now? No. Like the other day about that YouTuber. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. Uh, oh, oh, so apparently, I guess... Hey, I know this is a long podcast. Apparently, somebody <laughs> is saying Bob Iger is looking to replace Kathleen Kennedy. A YouTuber have had that story out, and apparently this she has some good sources, and she is saying that they are looking to get rid of Kathleen Kennedy, which I don't think is... I think that's a terrible call. I think that's call. a terrible idea. I don't understand who else could take over Lucasfilm besides Kathleen Kennedy. I mean... Here's the text David sent us. Uh, new rumors that Iger thinks the current state of Star Wars is a crap show, and has asked people to replace Kathleen Kennedy. JJ was asked and turned it down without hesitation. Multiple people have been asked. Yeah, I don't think anyone. I think everyone in Hollywood knows that she's the best person for this job. Yeah, I think I, she's one of the greatest producers of all time. Yeah, so I don't understand. I think it's a rumor. I don't think it's true. I don't. I hope not. I think Bob Iger's like okay. We had a movie that we made back our budget. Yeah, so we're fine. We're fine. I don't let. let it's okay. Uh, just let Abrams do what he has to do. Let Ryan Johnson do what he has to. Let Let Bitney Off and Weiss do what they yeah. have to. Which is why, and then now, like we said last week in our podcast, which is why she's got to go after the people she trusts. Yeah. So now we're going to start seeing directors who are like, "Whoa, this director's doing Star Wars." Yeah. Because, like we said, she's the greatest. She knows what she's doing. She she found out what went wrong. She's got to correct it. And I'm pretty sure now, going forward, we're going to see a whole new Star Wars. Yes, I think so. I think it's going to be good stuff. Yeah. Sorry, uh, we went on for like six hours. It's cool. (laughs) One day, yeah, sorry. So thank you all for listening. Uh, Next week, we'll have an awesome topic again. Uh, So yeah, may the Force be with you. Always.